What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Vern, the same guy, different name. Forgot my name for like two seconds. <laughs> Anyways, I'm here back again with some more of the insecure wrap-up that I do every week. Just, uh, not wrap-up, but like recap of the most recent episode and this week obviously i'm gonna focus on episode three of season three of insecure just share my thoughts on it and yeah that'll be it so what i think about see i mean episode three i liked it um i like how this season to me at least it seems like each episode is getting better than the last um told y'all my the first episode i thought was good second one was uh seemed to be almost on the same level or more on par to what Issa said the focus was going to be of the season i can't say that was so much so for um episode three but it at least the story aspect of it was entertaining enough for me to uh you know ignore the fact that it wasn't really and I'm not saying that I I gotta watch this season like this is the most anticipated season because um I want to see what they do with the whole toxic masculinity thing um because I mean I do want to see what they do with it but at the same time I'm not going to sit here and act like I want them to I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm going to be disappointed if they don't, if I feel like they just pulled a a Nicki Minaj and (laughs) totally said something like, yeah, this, uh, you know, when she says this album's going to be about this. And then when you listen to the album, it's nothing like what she said it was going to be about. Um, You know, that was just my little quick two cents about Nicki Minaj's last album when she claimed, you know, Queen, she claimed it was going to be a woman's empowerment movement uh or you know encouraging women type of album and when you listen to it you barely heard that but you know if that's the case with this season where Issa says yeah it's gonna yeah we're gonna dive into toxic masculinity a lot and there's nothing really about it um as long as the season is good you know uh, that's fine with me. So, so far the season is going great. Um, I liked this episode, um, because I saw a more maturing, it, it seemed like with, e- uh, with each episode, well, not with each episode, uh, but with this one, I feel like, uh, Issa is maturing and becoming more honest with what she feels, um, and what's on her mind. And, and I mentioned that in the last uh, recap was I wanted her to do that more. I wanted her to be more uh, honest about what's on her mind and be and, and, and just just go for what she wanted. So I was really happy for her when she found out about that organization that was doing things for kids that she wanted, you know, for the youth, really, that she knew she wanted to do um and she went for it um or she was in the process of going toward uh accomplishing that goal she also was up front with daniel in a way up uh, up front with daniel about not wanting any type of sexual or any type of relationship 
with him. Well, I think she has sexual thoughts about him um, simply because I don't think she wants anything emotional with Daniel. She doesn't want a serious relationship with Daniel. How they started their relationship was on a sexual thing. It was, um, you know, she, she, she wanted to fuck him. They wanted to fuck each other. But, uh, you know, when they were younger and stuff, but they never had the chance to. And then she had that chance to, even though she cheated on her man, Lawrence. But she had that chance to do it. She did it. And I think all of that is in her mind. Now, I doubt she's going to bring up in that next episode or any future episodes. She's going to bring up, well, I can't have a relationship with you because you're the guy that ultimately caused my last relationship with Lawrence to end. I doubt she's going to do that. She's just most likely going to be upfront and say, Hey, you know, uh, what, what we did was sex based for me. Um, it wasn't anything that I wanted. It wasn't like a relationship type thing. Uh, but I think it's obvious that Daniel wants that from her because it seems like Daniel is just tired of dealing with women who only want him for his status um, or for what they believe his status is. Um, they see him producing music, um, you know, getting, you know, producing music uh, or a song for Ty Dolla Sign. And they're like, oh, shit, he's big dog status. Let me just fuck this guy and blah, 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 or, you know, let me make it seem like I'm interested in him, so when he really blows up, I could be there and reap all the rewards of his success. Um, He's at least smart enough to know that the women that he's been, you know, fucking with, literally and figuratively, um, don't really want him for who he is, and probably don't really believe in him the way that he knows Issa believes in him. Um... And he wants that type of woman. And he deserves that type of woman. But Issa clearly don't want him, bruh. I mean, Issa clearly don't want you, bruh. Sorry. So, uh, I think, obviously, that's going to cause, you know, some type of... uh, 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 Some yawn in their relationship. Nah, but for some, like, friction in their relationship... And, uh, I'm, I'm going to be on Issa's side. I'm on Issa's side right now, actually, about that. I'm, if she, she don't want you, she don't want you like that. You just going to have, you, you, you don't have to like that, but you're going to have to respect that. You know, because if the shoe was on the other foot, I'd be saying the same thing to Issa. Hey, Daniel don't want you like that. You're going to have to respect that, you know? Um... So, that's my thoughts on that. Now, with the whole Molly story, here's my thing. Because I know I didn't really share too much about my thoughts on, you know, what Molly's going through and everything. Um, You know, I have stuff to say, but uh, I like Molly. I just think that she is way too smart to be way too dumb at times, you know? Uh, what I mean by that, and let me go on her relationship with the, you know, the tall, light-skinned dude real quick. Who's married in, in an open relationship? 
Molly's making it seem as though that, you know, this guy, one, I mean, that's an understanding him and his wife have. But <clears throat> with that understanding, there aren't supposed to be any type of feelings involved with with third parties. So Molly is a third party in that situation. And any other, you know, man or woman that the wife is having sexual relationships with as well is a third party. Uh, Molly knew that while, you know, she was fucking with a tall, light-skinned dude. I forget his his name, but um, while she was fucking with him. But still insist on making rules such as, oh, if we're going to do this, you got to treat it as if it's a relationship between us. And it's like, you don't make the rules, sis. You got into their relationship. You got into their situation. You don't have to agree with it. And I'm not saying that she has to at all. Absolutely not. But it's one of those situations to where you either got to play by their rules or you just don't. You just don't do it. You just don't play. You just, you do you and you have them do them. And if it's going to be a hard process for you to, to, to do that, you're going to have to force yourself to do that. Cause it's not, it's not looking like she's going to be able to have her cake and eat it too. It's not looking that way. It's, it's not looking like she's, she's going to be able to go on their court and tell them what to do on their court. You know, it's looking like if she steps on their court, she's going to have to play by their rules. And that's not what she wants to do. Uh, so what she needs to do is hand them their ball, step off their court and allow anybody else who is willing to play by their rules to step on the court and play by their rules. That's that. Unless they are kind enough to say, okay, you step on our court and you're allowed to have certain rules, but that is up to them at the end of the day. That's with that whole relationship shit. Now, Molly's work situation I get it. They're trying to, they're doing real life situations where a lot of black businesses, uh, and I definitely, I support black businesses. Don't take this as a strike or whatever, but a lot of them can be, um, very inconvenience at time. Um, and, and, and inconvenience, uh, when it comes to certain things, um, or, you know, kind of an annoyance, I would say. I won't say an inconvenience, but an annoying. Uh, but <clears throat> if sh- the show wants to push this narrative that this is why black people shouldn't work with black people, and I don't, I hope that's not the case. Let me just say, I hope that's not the case. Um, if the show is pushing a narrative of it's better to work in a white environment than it is a black environment, when you have a show that has a black writer where Issa has worked with many, or is working with many black women and men, uh, but then pushing this narrative, narrative, <coughs> narrative to the viewers that, especially the black viewers, since I'm going to put money on and guess that most of the insecure viewers are black. Um, so that's the leading demographic I'm going to say. So if you put that narrative out there, that it's better to work with just 
white people in a white world and, and, and all that stuff because it seems more organized in quotation marks, air quotations for those who can't see me, obviously, but it seems more organized than it is working with black folks. Um, that's kind of a dangerous narrative you want to push out there, especially when this is a show that delves into black pride and, and black unity. Um, I see that narrative and I, again, it, I won't blame the show for people's ignorance because trust me, as long as the show's been on for the past three years, a lot of motherfuckers has been saying a lot of ignorant shit and backing it and saying that's what the show is saying when actuality, that's not exactly what the show is saying, but you had, but ignorant folks are going to argue ignorant standpoints. Um, they're going to do so until they decide that they actually want to sit back and listen and learn and take in information instead of spewing ignorant and being loud and wrong all the damn time, right? So that's that. Um, other than that, uh, like I said, I really did like uh, episode three. Looking forward to episode four this Sunday. And you'll hear that recap next week. So this has been another recap of the Insecure uh, season three. My thoughts on it. Y'all really uh you know are likely i really are like what the hell am i saying y'all are so welcome like really welcome but seriously no y'all are really welcome to uh share your thoughts on this so you can either hit me up on social media comment here or anywhere you listen to this episode um as always there should be a link to where you can donate money to your man i your choice as long as you listen to this episode and listen to any other episode on this podcast uh, and share, that's greatly appreciated as well. So until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.